This is Season 4, Episode 25 of the Neoliberal Round Podcast, entitled A Lecture Excerpt on Relative Deprivation, Important to Understanding and Dealing with the Issue of Crime and Violence. It's part of a lecture that I gave to a group of students on the issue of relative deprivation. Coming up next on the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Good evening, good morning, good night, or good afternoon, whatever time it is in the world. Welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Today's podcast is entitled Relative Deprivation. Is it key to understanding the crime and violence gripping our society, and especially in cities across the United States? Um, recently, I did a poll uh, on the Spotify platform and also via our social media feeds, Twitter and uh, Reddit. And I asked the question, what's like? Well, I asked the question on season four, episode 21 of the Neighborhood Run podcast on what's life like living in Philly. We discussed what's causing this spike in black and black violence and crime. Is it easy access to guns? Is it social media or video games? Is it lack of parents or mentors? Is it, or is it an inability to control self? Um, majority of the individuals who participated, and that is probably two of three, indicated that lack of parents or mentors, and one person indicated that is social media or video games. However, when you look at the issue of the theory of relative deprivation, it put this into perspective because these can be considered consequences Okay, or probable repercussions of the relative deprivation that we that people are in, or what that when you understand relative deprivation, relative deprivation leads into these. So, as much as we identify this for the for for as as, as one of the possible reasons or correlational factors, we also have to look at this very important issue of relative deprivation which is what's coming up next on the Neoliberal Round Podcast. How do we deal with crime and violence? 
gripping the cities and so on? That's the question. And in order to answer that question, you don't jump to providing solution. You study that by saying, okay, you have to first understand the problem. What is causing the problem? And, and, I, and I say to you, this relative deprivation theory within social Marxism, which I mean, I mean many people are, 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 once you say the word Marxism, red flags go up, okay? But I say, as I, I say to you, there's always some positive in everything. No matter how negative something is, you, you, can, you can find the sweetness somewhere, you can find the juice. <laughs> you know, there's some things that, oh, one of my friends, um, Paul Booth, a very good, a family member of my, my, my in-law, um, he's always saying, there's some things I don't like, but he would, he would say, try it, just, just look for, the, look for the, 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 the sweetness, the juice, just close your eyes, get the juice, look, get the juice, there's always something. So, we have a main issue, and, I, and so I was going through some notes that I had made, and some, 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 something that I was, that I, 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 apparently I had written, I had written some notes from some reading I did some time ago. On, uh, on social, on the social Marxist theory, but not just the social Marxist theory, but a particular theory. It's a theory that is called, it's, a, it's the social movement, it's, sorry, social movement theory. Sorry, I, I'm so sorry. It's not social Marxist, it's, it's part of Marxist materialism, Marxist materialism, but within Marxist materialism, there is something called social movement theory. And within the social movement theory, social movement theory advances a concept, a concept called relative deprivation. And relative deprivation says society of higher income inequality are more prone to higher crime rates than communities that have lower income inequality. And that was part of the question. The question I had asked, and the question I had asked, this was the question I had asked, this was October 21, 2010. October 21, 2010, I asked the question, what determines people's position in life? And of course, from that, our thought determines our lives. Our lives determines how we think. Our, you know, that's a dialectic or whatever, dualistic or whatever the, the, the ambivalent, whatever the thing, whatever you come away with that. But the point is, people's positions and idea of themselves is also affected by what's happening in society. Okay? And based on, and we sell this American concept and this American dream, this, 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 this getting rich mentality, this American dream, and that, and then people live their lives watching TV, watching social media, watching lifestyle of the rich and famous, drawn to rap style, and then you see what's going on in the in the rap and the bling life, and what people will do to get to to get to where they need to get to, coupled with a loss of social, with, with coupled with the social decay. Okay, you want to. You want pie in the sky, how are you gonna get there? Okay? But then again there's also this loss of this loss of this this loss this social decay, this loss of self, this loss of the value of life, the this loss the, you know, of, of this ethics and morality and so on. So that's no longer which is cultivated by sometimes religious thought or an or ideas of the divine or ideas of of all things that that is that is that is ethical and morality. So so this particular so this particular 
essay or a short article that I'm writing is quite powerful and it, it is entitled Relative Deprivation, Key to Understanding and Dealing with Crime, Violence, Gripping Cities Across the U.S. And that's written as an article and it's, and it's also available here on the podcast which is coming up next on the Nearly Go Around. We'll be right back after this. Relative deprivation, key to understanding and dealing with crime and violence, gripping cities all across the US. As we grapple with the sudden spike in crime and violence, gripping cities across the US, many city residents and professionals continue to explore ways to combat this by in or to combat this by trying to implement more gun restriction and safety laws and various or utilizing various investigative police methods to mitigate carjackings and robberies etc however these are proving to be ineffective as news reports data studies and everyday living experience suggests that crime and violence is worsening and if we are to truly reduce crime and violence, such as black and black killings and stealing spree that's gripping our cities, we cannot look to gun policies only, as this only creates more creative ways to evade these, thereby slowing any investigative work. Now recently, a murder in Germantown, Philadelphia occurred where a, a pistol, a handheld pistol was used but they transformed they transformed this makeshift pistol into an automatic weapon. And of course, it was recently that President Biden tried to, um, well, I mean, President Biden and the and 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 you and lawmakers tried to uh, try to pass some kind of laws that minim that minimizes the use of AK-47 or certain heavy weapons and semi-automatic weapons out of um, from the shelves. But of course, they can turn their gun. The people can make guns that yeah, and sell guns. So it doesn't matter. People, we, as I said to you, guns don't kill people. People kill people. People can create. People are creative. So when one study where crime, and further, when one studies where crime and violence is taking place, it would suggest and support what we have always known and what social movement theory call relative deprivation. Much of the spike we are experiencing is located and or concentrated in cities that are dense with higher black and brown low-income peoples. However, uh, sorry, not with higher, but with more. <laughs> uh, 
black and brown peoples living in those areas. However, the interviews we conducted in September, October of 2022 on the streets of Philadelphia, some in DC, but across, some cities, but major, majority were done in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In a, uh, and we're doing a podcast called uh, What's It Like Living in Philly? And we are doing a series. And based, and we interviewed several people. And in fact, doing this podcast, we not only have we done Living in Philly, or What's It Like Living in Philly, that series, but we, we also do a series called, segment called Street Vibe. Post of the street, where we go take to the street and interview people. So, and we have, we have had, so based on that and the and the interview and the series we're doing now, we have had hundreds of interviews with people all across the city. And it would suggest, and this and the interview, there's one thing, suggests a difference of experience, where crime and violence seem to be located not only in seem to be located not only in certain cities with with such demographics but within these cities the crime and the violence is concentrated within areas certain areas and what are these areas among low-income black and brown peoples and very depressed and or vulnerable areas I'm gonna say this again I'm gonna say this again but we I said to you just now that when one study where crime and violence is taking place, it would suggest and support what we have already known and what social movement theory called, called relative deprivation, a theory that will help you to understand what's going on. Much of, and we said much of the spike we are experiencing is located in certain areas, in cities that are dense with higher population, a higher population of black and brown peoples in those areas who are low income. However, the interviews we conducted between September and October and even before that among city residents across cities, including DC, New York and Philadelphia, would suggest a difference of experience where crime and violence is located not only in certain in in certain areas or sit in certain cities with such demographics and experiences, but even within the cities, within those smaller within those areas. The crime and violence is concentrated in certain areas. What are these areas among low-income black and brown people and very depressed and vulnerable areas? However, however, the fears are that the violence and crime may spill over into more affluent areas of these cities where the demographics are different and the income levels and, and the, the demographics are different, are different and the income and educational levels are much higher. Therefore, this would support, therefore, this would support the conclusion within the social, social, uh, within, within socialist Marxist theory that society with higher income with higher income inequality are more prone to higher crime rates than communities that have lower income inequality. That is the social deprivation theory within social Marxist school of thought. 
Therefore, as we explore approaches to dealing with crime and violence, responding to poverty, falling median incomes, and improving affordable educational opportunities must be paramount. Of course, in addition to strengthening social values, parenting, and dealing with social decay, that and the, the, because this social decay is eliminating at this our human conscience that has always provided the balance and helped us to avert our wild human drives and intentions. In fact, several residents, several city residents we interviewed in Philadelphia suggested that the lack of effective parenting and fathers the lack and have have affected our young men so that they have lost a sense of community respect for life and are therefore driven to 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 wild violence and are out of control but the evidence suggests that the community is calling for fathers and more or more effective parenting are the same ones that are dealing with this relative deprivation of poverty, having higher income disparities, so on and so forth. Therefore, we may need to provide more effective ways of dealing with income inequality and poverty, coupled with parenting, social programs, gun control, etc. But this may take political will and consensus devoid of political division and collusion. This again will take what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this again. We may need to provide more effective ways of dealing with income inequality and poverty, coupled with parenting, social programs and gun control. But this may take political will and consensus. Consensus devoid of political division and collusion. This is the Neil Burrow Podcast. We will write that after these messages. They say that life is a journey. And that life is what you make it. Yet, life is full of challenges. So the ability to rise above it, to realize success and purpose, takes a hero within and without. In retrospect, in retrospect, the start in life is part of that journey, which is largely a work in progress and a step in the right direction because of the supports in our lives that provide the motivation and the encouragement that we need which 
invigorates mind, body, soul, and spirit, and the hero within to get through and to get by and to continue on. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Neil Round Podcast. Just so you know, you can subscribe to the show for free by visiting https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm slash the neoliberal or adding us on any stream that you listen that you listen to. And of course, you can uh, support us by going to https anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support. You can donate to us like that. And also, you can get a copy of my book, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance, which is an academic textbook, but it's very refreshing to read. It's available in all platforms and all over the world, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever you are, you can Google it, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance, or Ronaldo McKenzie. It's on Amazon, in Audible, on the Kindle as well. Um, in the Nook, on Barnes & Noble, Target, Kobo, so on and so forth. Um, so you can get a copy of the book. And uh, and continue to, and you can visit us at RonaldoCMcKenzie.com and TheNailyBall.com and, and also AntsBusinessSolutions.com where we provide search engine optimizations and web designs and so on and so forth for your business solutions and for your whatever needs you have in terms of web design, web application, and so on and so forth. And of course, we are all about serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. And we do that through our communication, which is to make popular that which was the monopoly. And of course, we will continue to do um, What's Life Like Living in Your City? And we were featuring Philadelphia. We will continue with Philadelphia. And um, and of course, there are, there are other parts of Philadelphia that we will get into and that we, we will share the stories of people. And as we get closer to the election, we will, of course... Um, start doing some interviews with, with some of our representatives or those vying to um, for your votes and, of, and we will dig into the issues. Continue to listen to the Neoliberal Run podcast. It is indeed a pleasure to share this, share our ideas, our creations, our, uh, the commentaries and what other persons are saying from all over the world. Send us your feedback. Send us your stories. This is the Neil Baron podcast. Walk it.